If you're listening to this, you'll want to sit down. For the last year and a half, we at Inside the Tauntaun have led you to believe that this is a Star Wars podcast. In spirit, this is the truth. When we convened to see the rise of Skywalker, and in the minutes following the end of that movie made the decision to create our own show, we endeavored to bring our friends, family, and general listener base a Star Wars-centric podcast that was more accessible and entertaining than any other. I don't know if we've succeeded in that regard, as it is entirely up to you, the audience, to determine that. What the three of us do know is that, by God, we're Star Wars fans. And we love convening each week to talk about the saga that stands as the proverbial granddaddy of them all. However, in point of fact, we've been lying to ourselves, and to you, our listeners. You may have noticed that since the calendar flipped to 2021, we have spent a considerable amount of our time talking about another long-standing franchise. A decade-spanning pantheon of mighty heroes and sinister villains, born and nurtured from the pages of Stan Lee's comic books, and given life by Kevin Feige and the mouse. The truth is, we enjoy talking Marvel. What? In the absence of consistent Star Wars theatrical and television content these last few months, we found love in the arms of another. And all this time, we've continued to tell you that despite the change in coverage, that we were still indeed a Star Wars podcast. As the credits rolled on the season finale of Loki, which is the subject of today's episode, The three of us, joined by Alyssa's wife, Chassie, and sister Hannah, looked at each other and knew the time had come. Just as the Marvel Cinematic Universe has been forever altered, so has Inside the Tauntaun. Now before you go jumping off the nearest bridge, let us assure you, Inside the Tauntaun is here to stay. What's more, our love and devotion to Star Wars remains unchanged, And you will still find this podcast as the home of some of the best and most engaging Star Wars content in the galaxy. But we've made room in our home, and our hearts, for Avengers, Mutants, Celestials, Eternals, and variants of all kinds. Many of you have reached out to us through various channels to express your satisfaction in the uptick of Marvel-related discussions on the show. We've had special guests join us to share their experiences either working directly for Marvel or how Marvel has inspired them to tap into their own creativity. We couldn't be more grateful for your kind expressions of support and genuine joy when experiencing our podcast. There is no other reason to be doing this than to create a space where people can come and geek out together for an hour or two. We've taken note of what you've liked hearing, and we're now acting accordingly. So without further ado, that's Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And that's Daniel Dawson. This is episode six of Loki, For All Time Always, directed by Kate Herron, written by Eric Martin and Michael Waldron. Welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. I thought they smelled bad. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Tantino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. Oh, wow, Dino, what a what an intro. <laughs> Sorry, that was actually by accident. Then I squeezed it with my hand. 
Oh, um, uh, wow. I, you told us that you were going to make a really heartfelt. <laughs> I, I didn't realize it was going to be 12 hours long. My God. <laughs> it was well. a sensible two and a half minute monologue. I was here for it. It was beautiful. It, was, I, I, it brought tears to my eyes. I honestly thought that we were gonna. I, I, by the by, the sound of it, it sounded like we were gonna. We were. This gonna was end it. it all. <laughs> we're not. Well, it, we needed something. Either that, or you're gonna uh, tell us that, that you were gonna tell us that you were gay. <laughs> you're, you're, you're coming out. If it, it if it hasn't happened by now, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> you're I'm right. Sure you. You're absolutely right. But um, if it does, you have to promise to do it on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, so I, I did say to Daniel. Else, just bring somebody else on to do it. Yeah. I did yeah, say yeah. to Daniel, if I'm not dating a woman sometime in the next 40 years, I, I will consider entering into a relationship with him. Thank God. Well, you need 40. to get it here, guys. This is 40. it. This 40. Is... Make it 50. Oh, wow. 50. Okay. <laughs> You're up the ante. That's not fair. Damn it. At a- um, age 80. But we'll ride into honestly, the in all seriousness, uh, the low-key season finale kind of made us have an existential crisis. <laughs> And we um, all of our realities. We we have been joking for uh, probably the last six months on how we're basically only half of a Star Wars podcast now, and we're okay with that. And now yeah. we're just yeah. we're just coming forward and saying exactly what it is. We're gay. <laughs> Two thirds of us are gay, and. Um, now we don't have to feel um, ashamed or yeah we have that we have to like you know say we're sorry every sorry time about happens. this everyone no um, this is who we are yeah so nothing has changed at all we're just we're just there's a no. slight slight change in the byline of our just be our title now who so. you wanna be well Thank and you. you can expect kind of now unfettered coverage of of Marvel and uh, the reality is next year is going to be such a big Star Wars year oh, anyway yeah. oh, that yeah. uh, we just we we when whenever we're together we love talking Marvel and we're like yeah. well then why don't why don't we just put it on the damn podcast mm-hmm. and and a, a lot of you really have reached out and said you've enjoyed the Marvel stuff you enjoy uh, discussing that and uh, let's do it yeah fandom Fandom and, nerdom, yep. and when there's not a ton of content coming coming out, um, we're gonna talk more comics because lots of you have have voiced your um, interest and like appreciation and in, in the comic info that we've been bringing. So we're gonna talk and we're about experiencing our love the of comics. vacuum cleaners and <laughs> and fans. Oh no, not this joke again. And a few no, light this bulbs. No, no, I'm gonna stop it now. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, we are experiencing the comics in many regards. Uh, for the first time, so mm-hmm. yeah, uh, so hopefully that's entertaining for you as we kind of unpack all of that. I know some of you are uh, have grown up with comic books, and I think I can speak for all three of us when I say the movies are what really brought us uh, into the world. Brought, brought us mm-hmm. into the brought us into the world. So it'll be fun to see the intersection and and how one influences another. Absolutely, yeah. we did have Whoa. four listening to us when we were Star Wars back, and we might have five now. Oh my god, it's possible. Incredible. I, I am I am pleased to say that despite our jokes, we do have a considerable amount of you listening. <laughs> we do appreciate it. You know, it's not just, self-deprecating, it's just not sporadically self-deprecating my mom. is uh, yeah. safe. <laughs> that, yes, exactly right. Um, okay, whoa, this finale. <laughs> Let's get into it because we're going to be talking for a, a good amount of time. Later. Uh, it's not our fault we... you have the intention span of a flea. Correct. <laughs> Should a we flea sh- riding on the dragon's back. <laughs> oh, look at the fleas. Well, well. What's our what's our general our general thought of the episode? General thought. General thought. 
Um, generally, I liked it. <laughs> oh, well, the, the, I liked it. the Thank Raha, you so Rahamaja much. is back. The Maharaja. Maharaja. It's always here. The Rahamaja. The Rahamaja. Get out of um, here. Um, but yeah, I we, loved we, it. We, we actually got to see this together, so we did, we did sort of share our immediate thoughts afterwards. But let's we'll let's share talk them about with you again. now. Yes, we are sharing you. it with you now. <laughs> you know what this episode was? It's going to be one of those moments. I think not huge on spectacle, but mm-hmm. it'll be one of those Marvel moments where you look back and and remember who you were with when you watched it, mm. when everything yeah. utterly changed. Mm-hmm. It was so theatrical. Yeah. And I mean theatrical as in stage theatrical. Sure, sure. And I loved it. I honestly, I, I loved play. that we were in, you know, He Who Remains office for mm-hmm. three-fourths of the episode. Yeah, like a sensible 30 minutes, I think. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, this show, <laughs> I had a friend, uh, Josh Hillinger, if, if either of you know him, he, oh, I love him. He he's awesome. You both would really like him. Uh, he said, "I'll be the judge." Loki is the Doctor Who that he's been waiting for. Oh <laughs> and yeah, sure. I I I totally am on board with that because I yeah. never yeah. personally get into Doctor Who. It was just a me little neither. too like whoa for me. Yeah. But this is like you know definitely heady, but like heady and smart within. The MCU, which is yeah, this is it's, probably it, the, that's a, the most like nerdy. Uh, would you say it's the nerdiest show that we've gotten so far? I mean, I guess it's nerdy in its own in its own way. But I think like, it's that's great analysis on your friend's part about it being a Doctor Who. I think it's oh, it's Doctor yeah. Who and Sherlock. Oh sure, sure. It's like cosmic Sherlock mm-hmm, a little bit, and mm-hmm. it's not just because it, you know it's mostly a bunch of Brits <laughs> standing around yeah, sounding right. really cool, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's. It is really heady, and uh, while simultaneously not taking itself remotely serious, but mm-hmm. now presenting maybe the most serious ramifications the MCU has seen thus far. Yeah. Indeed. Oh, no, definitely. 100%. I mean, if you wanted to make Thanos look like child's play. This is it. Here. It's already been done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, I, it, that that and seemed we impossible. Haven't even, and we haven't even seen no. like the ramifications of what we know now like we no. we're just it's the tip of the iceberg <laughs> like ramekins i mean sorry whoa. ramifications i i was gonna say for me like uh well i actually i should say that like i i talked to several of my friends about the episode and and it, it kind of seems like it's a little split it's like either you were uh you were disappointed in the fact that the entire episode was just a an office meeting <laughs> and like a couple of short fight scenes um uh you know, especially when you've got the two gods of mischief and like basically a time god sitting in the same room together. You want it to be pretty explosive. And it was, you know, it wasn't. Which I, And then there's the other half that's going like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is the moment. This is it. This is it. Um, but I to, was the more... people, to the people that were huffy about it only being in there, how shortchanged would you have felt if they finally get into the room with this person and we learn of their immense power and then it's like. A fight scene and we're done yeah you know no i i th- there's there's there is a sense that people will find things to complain about regardless sure you know well I mean? and and we we say it almost weekly that there's a yeah we, we, we quote our lord and savior dave filoni there's <laughs> a flavor for everyone yeah and and i've i've noticed it with my parents i was talking to both of them today i was telling Alyssa before we started that uh my dad kind of 
he's been following along Marvel. We've been doing all the movies since last summer during the pandemic, and uh, they generally follow along. They love that. They they really do like it. And he enjoyed Falcon Winter Soldier, but Loki, he he just doesn't get it right now. Mm -hmm. Like this episode did not register. And, and, and I think the, he's not alone there. I think there's no, a lot of people that are like, yeah. whoa, not uh, we for get me. it. And that's yeah. and that's partly why we're even talking today, because we're going to try and clear up some of that mm-hmm. for you. But yeah, but I also think where the disappointment comes from, it just needs more context. And I, I still yes. think there's and a I was just getting to that, Dino. I, I, I think that uh, there a lot of people who don't like really they haven't really read the comics or like really kind of studied into what is to be eventually like the excitement from us comes from like oh it's coming it's coming you know and these people are like who cares you know what i mean because they don't know what it is you Mm -hmm. know that that's a good point and and beyond that there's the context that the the shows as we learned very early on with wandavision the show is not going to be the thing it's not it's not the main event yeah. Oh, yeah, and I it's, even yeah. said it's a this delicious in the last side episode. dish. In, in, it's a delicious episode, side dish. In yeah. the last episode, I literally said that if if WandaVision and all the other shows that we've seen, all all, all of them, so many of them, <laughs> all three um, of them. Yeah, right. But it, the the penultimate episode, the second to the last episode, is like usually the big splashy, like oh, wow, wee wee. And then the last episode is like, let's wrap this up, let's tie it in a bow, and maybe give like a little bit of a a sneak preview into what's coming next. And like, that's pretty much exactly what this was. It was a, let's wrap it up. Let's, let's tease the next season and also tease the rest of phase four, basically Mm -hmm. seemingly. But, Um, but uh, yeah, to to your point, Alyssa, like what would satisfy people, Dr. Strange and Wanda and three Spider-Man's knocking down the door and being like, the multiverse is active now. Let's right. It's like, this is a slow... I think people forget just what it took to build up to Endgame. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we started in summer 2008 right. <laughs> to get to 2019. Right. Yeah. And it was all one giant story. And I'm not saying it's going to take a decade. I don't think it will this time. I mm-hmm. think they're actually moving quicker than I expected based on how this episode went. I was like, oh, wow. Like, we're there. We're here. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's now. Well, that was just, like, at that point, it was just world building. Now we're literally, like, like not even universe building. We're actually, like, you know, <laughs> it's way bigger than just universe building, mm-hmm. whatever the step above that is. Well, and, Daniel, we were sitting at your house yesterday, and I think some of the running commentary was for those first 10, 11 years, they had to kind of dip their toes in the water as far as can a woman carry a... A superhero movie. Sure. Can we introduce the Guardians the of the Galaxy? And the answer is no. Girls can't gonna, do right. anything. No. The, the Guardians and of the Galaxy. And neither can Paul Rudd. No. No. <laughs> we don't want it. Um, no. Just kidding. Mm-mm. I love I love women and I love Paul Rudd. So. Yeah, but like, we, we can, we, can we introduce these obscure characters and, and get away with it? Can they... Can we go into space and mm-hmm. and deal with time and all of that? And, and they've gotten resounding and... yeses to each of those questions. And now that they know just how far they can push the envelope. Yeah, we can They'll take move it. We'll much quicker. Oh, sure. No doubt. Um, We've seen it now. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can we talk about just our our reaction to the opening fanfare credits? Oh, my oh, God. Yes, yes. Just uh, Jaws agape. Yeah, now, I mean, we knew. Why are they playing that song? Oh, my like, God. Why oh are God. they? 
oh, it's been a long, long time is playing, and oh, these are like a million lines that we know from from Marvel and from famous people in real life, and yeah. it was holy very, very. They were cow. they were very like very much setting up the fact that whatever was a, is about to happen in this episode is going to affect everything that is to come and everything that has already taken place. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I um it's I took the time to write I write all of the things down and then Dino informed me that <laughs> the subtitles had credited all the characters. <laughs> Damn, yeah, so Alyssa wanted to play a game of guess who said that. that. It was fun, yeah. though. It was Alyssa fun. did a lot of a, a lot of hard work on this Listen, episode. Listen, I don't and... have a lot going on right now, so yeah. well, it was doing... a, it was a welcomed activity. And you're checking well, we your are... work, you know, because sometimes they make right. mistakes, you know. And yeah. we appreciate it, but yes, the sub- subtitles list every single one of them. So yeah, so should we go through so them? Go. Oh no, that's really not necessary. <laughs> oh no, I it's mean, fine. I mean, more, we start there, we start weren't... with Sam and we end with Sylvie. So that's what <laughs> I'll say. Sam and Sylvie. Well, well, well we can show. talk about Sam the Sam um, and Sylvie. I'm, I made notes of the uh, the famous mm-hmm. historical icons. You oh, had yeah. Neil Armstrong. Mm-hmm. You had Malala, Malala, Nelson Mandela, mm-hmm. Maya Angelou, Carl mm-hmm. Sagan, um, yeah. Daniel Dawson. I love right, your voiceover talk, work on that. That was so yeah, cool. Yeah, he was talking about butts. Or, he just said poop. You know, I love butts. <laughs> butts, butts, butts. Fart, fart, poop, yeah. poop, fart. Just <laughs> it was really, really quiet, though. You have to turn your turn your volume up. Yeah, it's high. in that one part where there's like a lot of layered voices on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, it's right and underneath it my is. Angelou. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, they, uh, they, had, they were playing uh, Swan Lake, Tchaikovsky. Yes, Tchaikovsky. Swan Lake. Yes. Um, there's some Beethoven in there, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, I don't know. I mean, sorry, since we're now the multiverse of fandom, we can talk about this. Um, that song, um, if you're a fan of John Williams, you can see how much he pulled from that song in his music. Oh, um, yeah, he's yeah. a huge Tchaikovsky yes. Loves the Tchaikovsky dude. stuff. Um, Yeah, just right off the bat, like... Uh, oh, and we've we've um, we've talked about this a couple of times with uh, WandaVision and and with this show in some some uh, kind of nods and calls to the movie Contact. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. and this yeah. was like big time. Yeah, big time Contact. This nod. is literally the opening of Contact. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. how it is. It's like this montage with all these like overlapping voiceovers sounds. and yeah. sounds and things that we're familiar the, with. The uh, the cinematography and the presentation of the jumping around the universe and then many universes mm-hmm. oh. was absolutely mind blowing. Breathtaking. What an achievement for television. And also, like you know, one of the very first things in this movie that was very reminiscent of uh, Doctor Strange, mm. like yes. you know, in his it, journey through mm-hmm. the different dimensions. When and... he meets the Ancient One, and she's mm-hmm. showing him the. Everything he doesn't know, and yeah. yeah, it felt a lot like that scene of just yeah. Let me finger your third eye for a second. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like my, mind trip for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah. So I, I I was half expecting to go through that and like find, um, you know, something from like the X Men universe or something like that. But as of now, nothing. No, no, no weird. Uh, Unless you guys out there found something that we didn't, but 
Seemingly well, there are no uh, Easter eggs quite that heavy yet. Uh, n- no, no Easter eggs, but you were just given uh, the uh, explanation for how they will join the MCU. I sure. Think. I mean, yeah. I mean, very easily explain that. The mm-hmm. X-Men could be from a different universe. I mean, granted, they could obviously go a Still whole different from- direction, but at least it for us it feels like, oh, yeah, that, that, that is super obvious. But, I mean, that is the whole new direction from what we've known of them previously. Seems and like it. So, I, I don't know. They, they've built, they have now built in ways to introduce characters without having to do entire origin stories. Mm-hmm. Um, How creepy about... was um, Miss Minutes? I was literally just going to say, I, that, that probably is the worst jump scare in the MCU history. <laughs> it was so That's terrible. creepy. Like, ah! Oh, my God the eyes f you also can we say like i feel like which is kind of amazing because that rarely happens but like there were so many different theories about what could be who could be the man behind the curtain in this last episode Mm -hmm. and it feels like somehow they heard us and they put every single one of those theories into the same episode (laughs) because like miss minutes was there um obviously the loki's were there um and uh, he who remains was definitely a thing out there, and Kang obviously was a thing out there. I mean, it's just like it. It. it I mean, clearly Kang is sort of like the thing, but they mm-hmm. it, just the fact that they gave all those tips to the hat and nods to it was like, did they hear us? Of course they didn't. Of course they didn't, because this was all made before <laughs> twelve thousand years Before they ago. could even hear us. <laughs> no, no, no. They made that's, this that's episode how... literally two days before it came out. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, she. There's I mean, we now. we had a feeling that Miss Minutes was, uh, you know. Good. Well, we we were like, you know, we talked about it in the first episode. We're like, who who is she? Does she work what for the TVA? She? Does she? Yeah. What? Yeah. What is she? And uh, she you don't know, really have a firm was, answer to that. Yeah, but she's definitely the um. She, you know, her her disposition in the TVA was an act. Right. She's and, the, she. It's seemingly the only one. In the TVA that knows what's going on. Yeah. 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 I mean, even and that was another big revelation is that Ravona had no, mm-mm. at this point in time, does not know who the man behind the curtain is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's interesting. I, um, I mean, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself probably, but, um, but when Ravona, um, you know, makes her grand exit. And you know, it's like, where are you going? And she's ba- she says something like, "I'm going, I'm going to find- in search of free will." Yeah, mm-hmm. and their conversation before that about free will, talking about the man behind the curtain and stuff like that. I, I, I it makes me feel like she's going in search of a another. Well, I mean, I don't know. It could be any number of things, but um, yeah. Well, um, she's got some, and I think they're gonna do what they, you know, what they do with like combining multiple characters you know character storylines and stuff but like um since we are talking about her right now um yeah there's a scene in in the finale where um hunter b c15 right b12 b20 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 and c15 have you taken your vitamin b12s is it b15 and c20 Yes. Okay. Yes. B15. It's B15. Um, she's trying to show some of the other um, time, like the some of the other TVA workers, like what's going on, and we right. end up um, in FDR High School, which we saw the pen yep. in her mm-hmm. office a couple episodes ago, and um, 
in the comics, um, Ravona decides not to to like work for Kang. She's like, I'm out of here. I'm doing my own thing. And when she changes her name, she changes it to Rebecca Tormineff, which in that scene in the high school, the di- the like diploma in the background mm-hmm. says Rebecca Tormineff. Mm-hmm. Mm. So not exactly sure where in time we are here. If this is so, what we, oh, we were theorizing it didn't say didn't it say it was like two thousand and eighteen. Two thousand eighteen was oh, it said twenty eighteen. Yeah, then, which would have been but, only like several. That's months right. That's after right. In Ohio, yeah. No, but uh, but right. Am your I crazy? point taken on on Mm-mm, on right. when this is as far as relationships go? I think we were we were talking about in the last couple episodes. Uh, we were outlining her relationship in the comics with Kang, and mm-hmm. that it was a love hate relationship that started with hate, but then became love and mm. uh, reciprocal love too. And what it's uh, it's interesting. Take I think they're dropping us in at the beginning of even before they've met. So. Mm. Could be over, you know, whether it be Loki season two or whether it kind of melts into other series or movies, but their kind of star-crossed love-hate relationship could be manifesting as we go as kind of a side plot, which is going to be very fun to watch. Very interesting. But mm. so, they, so just just so I'm not mistaken, though, um, Alyssa, you you weren't saying that the that her in Ohio was um, after. Uh, Kang and her had met. I forgot that. Um, I forgot that they said they put a timestamp at the beginning okay, of that. Got it. Got it. Got so it. disregard I mean, disregard really what though, I said about not knowing the time. But 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 I mean, like with Kang, I mean, time doesn't really mean much, you know. So I, I guess anything's possible. Like he could have gone back in time and found. Although I think in the comics, she's from actually further in the future than he is. Am I crazy? Like isn't he like isn't she like in the the thirty something, I, 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 or three thousandth century. I, I don't. I, I don't know. Kang is, Kang Kang is, is 31st. 31st. Yeah, I don't the remember 31st where. Century. Yeah, I don't know about Ravona. I, I haven't read this run of comics. I just, I did as much oh. um, research on her. Well, but they, they, they have a very kind of Mister and Mrs. Smith mm, type sure. of relationship, which will be really volatile Ooh. and fun to kind of watch. Yeah. Very, very fun. Unfold. I, um, so, also, I, did it did it strike you guys when uh, I was like, "Oh, we're in Ohio again." It's complete coincidence, yeah. but that's where Black Widow was mm, born and right. buried. It has no relation to what we're talking about. But it's like, huh. everybody famous is from Ohio. My oh. mom's from Ohio. <laughs> um, so I, I I'm curious if you um, if if you guys thought like where she's off to, you know, or who she's going to find. Do you I, think that she's going to find another Kang? Well, I think she's going to. I, I think she's trying to locate where the the Citadel is, and I my guess is she's going to show up and find a dead guy there. And, mm. Oh, okay. And she, so that's interesting. She's going to have to piece together she, what she's doing now is trying to piece together who's at the head of the TVA, and I think sure. Mobius planted the seed. Mm-hmm. Whether she wanted to admit it or not, planted the seed that yeah, something is. Amiss. Just uh, off here, and I need answers. Yeah. So she's gonna go there and not really get a whole bunch. Maybe she encounters Sylvie there if she's able. If she's able to even figure out how to get there, because she has to go through Eliath and. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that I talked to you about this, um, Dino or Alyssa, but um, uh, I have a a, a crazy like because after my second watch through, and the ending specifically, 
um, you know, obviously we're jumping around this episode like crazy, but um, when we see the big reveal that Loki is now um, seemingly in a, you know, uh, either a different TVA or a TVA that's been rebooted or something, but now um, with only one statue of uh, Kang. of Kang the mm-hmm. Conqueror now in his like famous Kang the Conqueror costume um, statue, uh, and nobody knows who he is there. Um, so my thought was, is do is <laughs> My my initial thought was, doesn't the TVA exist outside of the bounds of time? And if that's the case, then why would that why would there be a branch reality of the TVA? You know what I mean? Shouldn't the TVA be sort of like immune to that? And if that is the case, then is it is it is it just like a reset TVA like they the whoever went back in time or not I don't know it's not time I don't <laughs> they no, went in uh, and just no, reset no I I know what, know what you're mean? saying so so th- this is going to require more clarification on Marvel's part definitely candidly uh it's it's as you described it's either a reset mm-hmm. of just the singular TVA well cuz I don't know if you I'm sorry not to interrupt you but I I you I've picked up on a lot of Matrixy like parallels yeah. in this mm-hmm. entire show. There's been like so many Matrix like Easter eggs, um, but specifically in this, I got like the Matrix Reloaded, like where he goes to meet the what was it the the oh god, what was his name? Colonel Sanders, <laughs> like like the white beard. Agent got... Smith, huh? Oh, is it Smith? No, he's like the 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 guy who their architect. His name oh, is the architect. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he like talks like it's so confusing. I had to watch that scene like so many times with like the subtitles on because it, he just speaks like a computer and it's really hard to understand. But he basically described that this was now the sixth iteration of the Matrix mm-hmm. and they've rebooted it every single time and it's a cycle, it's a cyclical thing. Yeah. Um and if we go back to the hint, like I think in the first or second episode of uh when Mobius is putting his drink down and, you know, um, Renslayer is just like, oh, don't put your, like, you're going to get rings on there. And there were several rings already there. And he claimed like, I don't, I didn't put those there kind of thing. So we were sort of led to believe either there are more Mobiuses or the Mobiuses, or there's just one Mobius and he keeps getting his mind reset so he doesn't know that he's doing that. Do you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I'm really jumping around. But my, well, my we just don't. We don't know. We don't so, know, well, and I don't think we can know right now. To go back to your original point, yeah, there, there's two options: either the TVA got entirely reset and memories were altered wiped. or wiped in in the moment the multiverse split, which I I I can't put two and two together there yet. I don't know mm-hmm. what the mechanics. Yeah, of that I don't are. know how they get or, from A to B. Now this is where I think there's multiple, which changes our our understanding of the TVA right, as not being a singular one. Because when Mobius and B-15 are standing there looking, there's a qu- very quick scene of them standing there watching all of the branches yeah. mm-hmm. on the on the computer screen just kind of go out of control. They they say there's no turning back now. Or he says something like, "There's you know, we can't go back now. And she says, what we makes you think? We, what makes you think we want to go? Before. Are you done? That was it. Thank that you. was that was it. Just right <laughs> one. 
Yeah, she but, says, but "What made you think there what, was what there makes was you a think need. we yeah. what what makes you think we need to go back?" Sure. Mm-hmm. So to that that seemed like the Mobius and B fifteen we know to me. It's not a lot of context, but that seemed like them. But then just moments later, Loki ends up in a TVA where they don't recognize him. So my my working theory without any real evidence or knowledge is that there are indeed alternate versions of it now. Yeah. And that it it does exist within some kind of... And equally confusing. (laughs) That's the only explanation for the way those lines were delivered of there's no turning back now because it sounded premeditated. It sounded like... The versions of them that like tried to go and burn the TVA down. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh man, yeah, man, it is confusing, and I you love would be that. yeah, you would be forgiven if you watched this episode. I'm more like, uh, what uh, the hell? hell? What? Yeah, I've watched it three times now, and there's still parts of it that <laughs> it gets a little clearer to me each time. But right. there's also, I think that's just because like my mind is like ticking through now, and I'm like, oh, it could yeah. be we could, we could be going into like this comic story or that comic story or that comic story, or we could do like a combination of all three, you know? Yeah. You'd be forgiven if you were the person sitting there. Where's Iron Man? Where's where's Black Widow? Just where are the Avengers? Now here's a question for you. Since we were still um, on this, we were sort of on the subject of Renslayer. What do you think Miss Minutes showed her that got her to do, Mm. you know, to, to Mm -hmm. leave and seemingly go somewhere? I mean, I I think that was the inciting action for her was, Whatever Miss Minutes downloaded to her temp pad, right? Well, and and, and Miss Minutes said it, it's something he want. It, it's not what you asked for, but it's something he thought would be helpful to you, mm-hmm. right? So I I I, I, I think I honestly that he's he. No I mean, what it... if he is or was at that point all knowing, then he would know like this thing will die. help her find me. Another, or yeah. or help that, kill the other variants of me so I can be empowered okay. again or something. So so okay, if we're gonna if like let's just let's just build the story. Like a uh, you know, pretend that we're the writers. Like I could see them because he yeah, Immortus or, you know, this this particular variant of Kang um uh knew that he was gonna die and uh knew that he needed a replacement to Well, he didn't though. Didn't he? No, because no, remember that moment where he's like, "We're on the threshold." He's like, oh, "Remember, so I yeah. fibbed." I, he said, "I, I, I knew. I, I thought I knew that every. I thought I knew, but now, up until se- seven, eight, nine, ten it's seconds ago, I don't I, know." Well, I think he was. He was. I think it, regardless, he was covering his ass. I think he knew either either yes. he was going to be in charge and everything was going to be fine, or he was going to get killed. It was going to be one of the two. So I think he was like covering his bases, and so he sent a message to Renslayer to be like, "Hey, go find another one of me." You know what I mean? And I, I I think that whatever Renslayer's actions were is what helped reset the TVA, if that is what happened. Or or it could be as simple as, hey, these Loki variants are showing up. If you want to come, uh, this is how, like you were saying, this is how to, to get into the Citadel. Mm-hmm. Come party with us. And the beginning of Loki season two could be literally, again, her waltzing in and being like, who is this dead guy? Mm-hmm. And then starting to piece together <laughs> what, what, what? what the hell is going on. And oh. maybe she runs into Sylvie if she's still, like if it picks up right afterwards, maybe it's Sylvie's still there. So I wonder if, you know, that that sets off the the action. But um, well, here's another WTF for you. Um, 
why in the world were they only, well, not only, but seemingly like looking for Lokis, you know? Because I, I, I'm assuming that was at the well, behest of of Immortus. Well, Kang, but Kang talked about. Well, we'll call him Immort. Well, we'll call him Kang for simplicity. Yeah, just call yeah, him sure. yeah. or he who is, remains. He who he remains. He who remains or yeah. Immortus. But that's another question it's, I have it's, for it's you. It's freaking Kang. Maybe a quick question. Do you guys think that he is a combination of yes. he who remains and Kang, or do you think yes. that they decided that that Kang came in there and killed the original he who remains and took no, over? I think they combined. The, the, uh, they combined them because they're okay. There, there are things about he, he gave the yeah. back he gave the he gave his whole backstory which yeah. is Kang's backstory right. but mm-hmm. is serving the role of, of he, he who, who remains. remains right well and he said he created the TVA right yes mm-hmm. yeah so then yeah that checks out but, I mean this is uh, I'm just gonna call him Kang because it's easiest that's but, fine. yeah that makes sense uh, he's a it Kang. was it was interesting um, he said <laughs> when he was giving them their options oh uh huh he said you can take my job. Be benevolent leaders. That's all great. Or you can kill me, unleash really bad versions of me, and I'll end up back here anyway. Mm-hmm. So Which he, kno- I mean, he knows that he will eventually beat out all of his other variants and be back there. Which so. it seems like he's already well on his way because there is a king that is now in charge of. At least a TVA, if not the TVA, the Conqueror version. At right. Least, yeah. Uh, from, at the least from version. the depiction in the statue, the ve- the very bad version. Uh-huh. Ooh. Yeah. He yikes, also yikes, yikes. He also like referred to himself and his variants as devils multiple mm-hmm. times, which was like. <sighs> yeah. Well, th- this had a very biblical. Yes. Oh, so yeah, let's talk about very all of the. Well, like, <laughs> let's, let's, talk about let's start with Star Wars. Like, was this not Emperor Palpatine being like, "Strike oh me my down"? Gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and when the Lokis were like fighting against each other, he like sat up in his chair, yeah. like all excited, yeah. oh, and was, loving like, it. It's exactly what the Empire. Mm-hmm. The but this did. was like Garden of Eden. This was. Yeah, I mean, he walked in eating an apple for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, right, he's right. the friggin' yeah, <laughs> yeah. This no, is and, the devil and snake. this is definitely his Adam and Eve. You uh-huh. know. Like going to start a new world together, standing at the edge of creation, and mm-hmm. it's playing God. Uh, yeah, or playing God, devil. and and uh, well, and and saying he was tired, and so what do they say on the seventh day? God rested. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> yeah, and and I thought that was actually just a really great explanation. He's like, "Why would you I'm give up so power?" Tired. He said, "I'm tired," I've been doing because this, for this so Kang. Uh, what what I like about his depiction is that. He's done bad things, mm-hmm. and he admits to having done bad things. Mm-hmm. But he puts it in very relevant terms to to anybody who's living in the 21st century. And I, I'm putting on my geopolitical hat again. But he talks about, okay, you depose me, the dictator. The thing that fills the void is going to be far worse. And I'm immediately thinking of like Iraq and Libya. And every time like the United States has removed a, a strong man. Mm-hmm because he's done so many bad things and right. usually you're justified in that regard. Think about what was left afterwards. You get ISIS, you yeah. get Al-Qaeda, you get right. like, and that's Leave what he's void. talking about with his variants. He's like, okay, you might not like my methods now, but you're going to miss me when I'm gone. You've left a yeah. void for some very spooky versions of me. And what's more is like when they were sitting at the desk, he was saying the three of us are all villains. You're a liar and a hypocrite. You're a murderer. Mm-hmm. We've all done bad things, mm-hmm. but, uh, and now you get to do bad things for good. 
Mm-hmm. That was the only Which was time such that... an interesting way to frame it. Well, okay, and here's the thing, too. I think that there is, um, in his motivations, because, like, that guy was just conniving and, and, like, you know, he's more cunning, well, seemingly more cunning than Loki's are. Um, but he was, I think, purposefully driving a wedge between the two Lokis. Sure. Um, yeah, but uh, but to, but again, to to his point, this isn't the worst Kang. This is the guy who who beat a lot of very bad Kangs, and I think believes in what he did with the TVA was the right thing to do. Yeah, like th- that's what's kind of scary about him is that he does think he has done the right thing here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just because like he has seen versions that are far far worse. Yeah, and there's far more suffering. So he's like, how about a little suffering here, a little pragmatic suffering here to prevent. A lot of anguish elsewhere. Yeah, it's not personal; it's practical. Right, he says. A, a very Thanos again, yeah. a very Thanos-like approach where Thanos was like, "It was never, it was never personal." He says that. Right. Yeah. He's like, "I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to end fix world hunger." You're welcome. I'm trying to fix things. God. And those are usually the scariest people. Yep. Yep. I I, I think I remember the line from Civil War where uh, was it Vision who said. Uh, uh, Cap is dangerous because he thinks he's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm, yeah, because they're always the most dangerous people are the are the people who truly believe in what they're doing. Yeah, right. They can't be convinced otherwise. Yeah. Well, since we're, I mean, we're gonna obviously keep talking about him a lot, and because <laughs> he's one of three very big parts of this episode. But um, oh, Jonathan yes. Jonathan Majors acting. In this. Oh, just great. And what a lucky guy, because, I mean, I don't really know exactly what direction they're going with this character, but, like, the my imagination is going around wild since Every he direction. says there's an infinite amount of him mm-hmm. out there. So, like, this it's an act, potentially an actor's dream, because he could be coming if, back to do the same character in a completely different way. Well, if you've seen the movie Split with James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where he plays, I don't know, is it 24 different versions of himself? Right, that, yeah. That's what's happening here. Yeah. And... The, the this completely changes the Jonathan Majors and Ant Man announcement and the likelihood of him being in other projects. It also makes and they're a lot probably more sense. never going to be the same Kang. Yeah, no, like never. that version might be a little funnier, maybe. Did yeah, like yeah. we're going to meet Nice Kang at some point, <laughs> sure. and he's going to be right. helpful and absolutely terrifying Kang. And, and absolutely uh, many terrifying. many terrifying I think, Kings. I think it's pretty maybe pretty safe to say at this point that the that little city that they found in the quantum realm. I mean, it's probably hella Kang's, like, headquarters, right? I don't know. It could be. Some people still think that's the TVA. Oh, That well, the TVA operates in the quantum realm. It might be It might be both. I don't know. Could be both. Um, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, he was so great. I yeah. have not watched Lovecraft Country. Have either of you? Oh, yes. No. I'm obsessed. The um, man... Um, they had that man like <laughs> crying in almost every single episode. Sure, yeah. I really I, went for I it. originally he was on my radar. He was on a um a limited radar. series uh special on I think ABC a couple a couple years ago, or it could have been NBC. I think NBC. Yep. Uh, called When We Rise about oh. the gay rights movement. Um, yes. From the seventies to I never today. got to see that. And he's brilliant in it. He's brilliant. Yeah, the guy um, is just like so committed to every role he does. It's just he was just chewing the scenery. Yeah, in a, yeah. in the best way, you know. Yeah. I I um 
Uh, if you guys haven't seen Lovecraft Country, I mean, give it give it a watch. I mean, it's a it's a little gory for your taste, Alyssa. For yeah, that's sure. why I haven't watched it, and yeah, I, I won't be able to. Too but... too much for you, but it's um uh it's very very. If you're a fan of Lovecraftian like horror, it's it's such a love letter to to that, and he's brilliant. Oh, there's like oh, and also um freaking. B B twenty. Wait, what's her name? <laughs> B fifteen. B fifteen. She's yeah. in it as well. She's brilliant. Um and uh, yeah. It's a lot of people thought that they kind of like jumped the shark at the end, but it's like it's it's because it's just so out there. Like, but it's it, it's exactly what Lovecraftian like sci fi horror is. It's ridiculous and way over the top, and um, but it's not being renewed, which is very sad. I was like super bummed to hear that. Well, he's, he he's he's gonna be well occupied for he's what, busy. What, what, what will we say the you, next uh, five to eight years or so? You just yeah. kind of blew my mind. I I am actually now wondering if maybe the reason why it's not being renewed is because it he's very busy well now. could be they couldn't work around his his new Marvel. I'm not doing... sure he wanted to work around it. I mean, <laughs> there's like, yeah, right. You, you want me to show up in how many movies, and you're gonna pay me how much money to oh, be in them? Okay. Oh, I you made that. I made that on that episode of Loki. He probably had Disney him out of his contract dang well yeah because the, the guy the guy um uh that that's another thing we should talk about too like it's it's plausible that he's going to show up at least maybe not be the big bad but at least show up um in almost every <laughs> hurtful you could justify him showing up in pretty much everything. almost everything at the moment i would say probably well i i can't even say it but i if my predictions were Forced out of me at the moment, I'd say probably not Hawkeye or She Hulk. Maybe not, but for or, uh, sure Shang Chi sure, because they're they're a little yeah, more earthbound at the moment. But absolutely, it's gonna take time for them. I mean, Spider Man, Multiverse of Madness, oh Doctor God. Strange, Doctor, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh boy, um, yeah, I'm excited for him and, just and to see what he does with it. I I liked that um, his costume was like a. Like it's a very subtle nod to the colors, to Kang, yeah. just like the color scheme. Yeah, oh, specifically um, the Immortus version. Yeah, right. the gold medallion. Totally. So, um, let's talk a little bit about Immortus. Do you guys know yeah, much about it. him? Yeah, we we chatted a bit about him ne- last week, but yeah, let's let's go in on his variants. Yeah. So, so uh, Kang and Nathaniel Richards have used Immortus as a yes. you know one of their incarnations. And if Richard um, sounds familiar to you, it should. Indeed. Um, but what I found most interesting about Immortus is uh, his his relationship with Vision and Wanda. Mm. So um, in the comics, Immortus is the one that manipulates Vision and Wanda to have the kids. Oh, shit. That's right. Yeah, because he wants to he like really wanted to like push Wanda into becoming a nexus being and okay, to unleash all of her second? yeah absolutely yeah because the the end of WandaVision mm-hmm. like right like yep. if if that particular moment was the moment that the multiverse exploded and mm-hmm. he she, she hears her Them kids and some other yeah yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh boy Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ugh. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as, like, uh, look, there's, we could talk about, uh, Immortus is very, very interesting, but, like, It's a those, thick character. Yeah, those, uh, 
those those two pieces of information were like, mm. bells hmm. are ringing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we talked about last week, and and we've mentioned a little bit uh, earlier in this episode, Immortus is is can, well, we'll call him Kang fully realized, or the mm. Kang that mm. the Kang uh, at the end originally of time. in the comics is actually goes into service of the Timekeepers. Oh uh, right. This is the timekeepers reaching out to him and saying, "If you stop destroying things, come, you have eternal life, and and help fix the timeline." But mm. here they've they've real they've altered the story to where yeah. it's his machinations and. Well, there there is some there is some stuff though we don't know yet because I was actually gonna say like when they go into the castle for the first time, you guys have probably noticed this too, but like there are four statues, well, three statues of what looks like um, timekeepers. And then there's yep. one, there's a fourth one that is broken on the floor. Uh-huh. You know? And so yeah, somebody fourth time keeper, fourth time keeper is a character in the uh-huh. comics. So, And yeah. it, we're wondering, like, like, well, who broke that? And why did they break that, you know? and Well, I, the, whole, I, the whole entire place looked like it had been slashed about by lightsabers honestly yeah. <laughs> right totally yes um, well the multiverse has been broken wide open so. oh my god we're getting a star wars crossover yeah Patton oswalt's filibuster dream of a marvel <laughs> star wars crossover is finally <laughs> i love him so much oh same oh um, wow uh yeah so that's definitely something to keep in your back pocket remember that yeah. fourth statue and there's just a lot about the creation and history of the TVA that we we still don't know yet. He's he's keep he's he didn't tell us everything. Yeah. Right. Um there we've talked about it several times with obviously the timekeepers being um mindless androids, that whole very wizard of oz type scene. And this mm-hmm. scene as well was very very Ozian. Um it's like a weird mix of like Wizard of Oz, The Matrix, Willy Wonka, totally, yeah, totally Willy, Willy, Wonka. Willy Wonka, yes, the glass elevator. Yes. It was just kind of like, um, and he even, um, Kang even has a line where he's like, you know, uh, I paved the road. All you did mm. was walk on it, walk down. Mm-hmm. or walk down it. Which I was like, mm-hmm. the yellow brick road. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really, really interesting. Similarities there. Well, and and Kang, kind of in his role as the devil, even if this isn't really the worst Kang we'll see, he he kind of reframes our our thinking on on Loki, and he he again kind of brings it around full circle, and it's like you you both are liars and killers. I mean, like. He, he even looks to Sylvie and says, "Grow up." Yeah, that it's was. Like, I, I was. It was interesting. It was like that, one. That's time when he kind of started like to get mad. It, it was yeah. scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but what? It's such a nuanced performance because yeah. he starts to like really lose it when he's talking about weaponizing Eliath to crush all of these other variants with science. And you can, se- you can sense <laughs> his exhaustion of of having to kill versions of himself, like. Here, here I am going to bat for the villain again. Oh, but, here we go. So weird. But that, but that was so great about his performance was he is tired. He's like, yeah. grow up. You, you, you try killing countless versions of yourself, mm-hmm. and you're sitting here whining about how 
your life was taken away from you. When you kill people, Loki lies. He's tried to kill his own brother. I work too hard. <laughs> and uh, and then it, this kind of uh, then moves into the discussion Loki and Sylvia are having, and he says, "You can't tr- you can't trust, and I can't be trusted." Mm-hmm. Like, that put that in the Hall of Fame of lines from oh, these Marvel shows. Like, just, well, yeah, just because so she succinctly just, sums it up. She comes right out and says, "Like, why are we not coming to the same conclusions? Like, why is this not? Why are we working? not seeing this why the same is this way?" Not yeah. working? Well, and, and perhaps, and here, this is my my theory again, that Kang, you know, kind of knew where what was going to happen. Maybe not, maybe didn't know 100%. It, could, it was either going to be A or B. And I think it was very much a very calculated thing. Like, I think he was, he was crossing his fingers, but he set it up so well that it really was either one of two options. And in either way, he was going to win. Like, well, uh, but that's, that's the thing. It was like, win. he presents it as A and B. And to your point, either way, he's going to win. But really, there's only one option because he's going to be. It's the way of he's going to be alive and kind of pulling the strings anyway. Right. Regardless of the outcome. Totally. But, but I, I, that's I'm i not point. sure. And, and yeah, that's yeah. kind of my one my, my my question about why? Why Loki's? Why? Why? Why were they going around? Well, well, he said he, Loki's out, you know, he, well, he said he tried others. They'd been he'd been mm-hmm. looking for other so it wasn't specifically Loki's, but once he figured out they were kind of scheming to uh to find out who he was, he was like, Okay, I'll help them along. I think I just found my candidates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they've gotten this far. They're obviously very smart. They're very clever. So you put them through trials, basically. Uh they are they have shown no care for anyone else before, so they're gonna have no problem performing the job I do every day, which is pruning people. But the one thing he probably maybe didn't plan for was them falling in love. Yeah, loving each other. Yeah. Even though even though he mentions having kind of seeing their blossoming romance, but I I don't think in that moment he knew what they were going to what they were going to do. And I think he was kind of hoping they would just take his job. Yeah, it seemed like that. Mhm. I mean, it, I I know he played it as like you know, see you soon. I wink. Right. But, uh, <laughs> well, oh, guys. But oh the my dude gosh. is. Tired. I, I can't take credit mm-hmm. for knowing this because uh, this is another thing I, I heard on the on the TikToks. Who but, said it? Uh, in the episode. Oh, gosh. Episode. He didn't write it. Five. Did you write down who? Did you write down who made this I video? I didn't do it because I'm an idiot. Um, because I'm a damn idiot. Um, but. The in the fourth episode, I want to say, where they they're up in the the timekeeper's office and they you know he she slices the head off, mm-hmm. um and you hear them like like whoa, 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 like laughing as they're being shut down. Underneath that, you can hear him whisper that line, which is what line? Terrifying. Wait, who whisper what? The what you just said. The see, see you soon. soon. Was it see you soon? Yeah, when he when he gets stabbed and you can hear see he's like whispering like see you soon. Very it's really? Like really it's really slow. He's like it just Did you yeah. watch it on your TV, not just on TikTok and you checked yeah. it? Mm-hmm. It's it's very, very like it's it's spooky because it's very, very like breathy and slow oh. and like you really gotta look for it to find it. But Wow. Um, Somebody it's going deaf listening to this episode. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, you know, it kind of goes to show 
it's it's another clue that he he kind of knew what was gonna happen up to a certain point yeah yeah, yeah. or at least he was up, setting the- it up to the point where like it was gonna be one of two choices and he's like i don't know which choice it's gonna be but it's gonna be one of these two so yeah well yeah yeah he, sa- he says that up until 10 seconds ago i knew everything that was gonna happen mm-hmm. now it's up to you guys nope. That was my favorite and, moment for him, actually, like acting wise, like like it because you could like sort of feel the weight uh, um, put on his shoulders. You could like feel that. the weight. Oh, and then you also saw a, a kind of bizarre relief in him that the choice was now mm. out of his hands because he's tired of making choices. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, like Loki's, he's Loki's like, rope. you're so you get to sit there with all that freedom and we decide your fate. You sit in yeah. your tower. He's like, when yes, he says, yes. It's like, yeah, yes, please. Yeah. And he said, I'm old, and I'm much older than I look. I am old. I am I, ugly. I am I not as you know. <laughs> <laughs> you are ashamed. You're ashamed. <laughs> you but, don't uh, understand. And we're off the rails now. <laughs> yep, you're right. We're getting loopy. Um, um, oh, I also just the whole office scene was a giant hidden Mickey. <laughs> yep. Yes, it, it was. It was very. It was a very meta representation of of Disney's role on planet Earth. Super meta. <laughs> yes. We we have seen everything. We know everything that's going to happen. Right. The next Avengers movie is going to make two and a half billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, they literally probably know how much to it's going to make. Yep. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Um, did, uh, have either of you read the, the run of the Thor comics that like introduce he who remains or I've, I've read excerpts no. in my research sessions for yeah. studying it for the show, but I have not read the, yeah, I haven't read them. Yeah. No. Basically his, uh, he who remains very first appearance in the comics is in a 1976 run of Thor. Um, mm-hmm. it's, um, number 246. Mm. And Thor and Jane go to the Citadel at the end of time. Okay. So, yeah. So they 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 serve the Loki Sylvie role. Yep. That's been co-opted for Lo- Loki mm-hmm. and Sylvie. Yeah. Very and so people said that. Um. I and I don't. I couldn't get my hands on it prior to recording today. But, but yeah, the scene very much so mirrors that with um Thor and Jane and Loki and Sylvie. That's um, cool. And also, we already said this. I think that um. He who remains is like the controller of, and he invented the the TV. And he's yeah, and he is separate from Immortus mm-hmm. Kang. Yeah, separate, separate, comics, but, but they're um but they're, they're combining, which him. I think yeah. is cool because like yeah, he who remains I think only has like maybe three or four comic appearances, and Kangs are all over plentiful, the place. very plentiful. Right. Yeah, so. seemingly leading up to a very big. Okay, well here's a question for you. Out of I mean, it seems that. To take care of an infinite amount of Kangs, you're going to need a band of an infinite amount of heroes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to be quite the end game <laughs> film. Again, I, I I have to credit myself with my random choice in the comic book shop that day where I picked up the entire run of Hickman's. Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Yeah. yeah. I, again, I've said it several times, multiversal war is on the verge of happening mm-hmm. and our heroes are forced to do some really horrible things. It's going to be dark, but very cool. Um, if that's where they're headed. Uh, and, and some bad, 
and oh god almighty there's some bad bad people while all of this is happening take advantage of that fact i'm I'm looking at you dr doom Mm -hmm. i'm looking at you thanos Mm -hmm. i'm looking Mm -hmm. at you uh kang Mm. okay i i have another question um nexus beings um Mm -hmm. i'm confused because i was to understand and you know i'm not I guess nerdy enough to know. Um, isn't there only supposed to be like in the you know the great multiverse? Isn't there only supposed to be one Nexus being like, or if you are a Nexus being, there's only one version of you, kind of thing. Like there's not like an infinite amount of Nexus beings, or do you know so. What there's I mean? one. The, my understanding is there's one Nexus being on each parallel world in each pl- parallel mm. universe. Mm. Got it. So, like, there's the stacked, one... The stacked thing, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There can only be one. It's not... Uh, I don't know if it's an infinite... I don't think... It's not an infinite number. It's kind of a... You're only going to find one of them. So, that situation. being said, at least in Earth 616, you know, of this reality that we've been seeing for, you know, the last 10 years, um, Wanda is that person. Well, Wanda, let's say Wanda is the nexus being of reality 616. Right. Mm-hmm. Which with 616, we've talked about it before. If you're confused, 616 just represents Earth. where you and I live today. It's our... Our Earth. It's where Marvel's prime timeline is. So out of the heroes that we already know, she's probably the most well-equipped to deal with Kang, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yes, and on that point, um, I, I did, this was my note session for last week, I don't think we got to it, but um, uh, some other Nexus beings from other realities, which could kind of uh, pop mm-hmm. in and out, lend, uh, lend some knowledge as to where we're going. Uh, Kang the Conqueror is one of them. Uh-huh. Kang is a Nexus being. Yeah. The, well, specifically Kang the, the Conqueror. Conqueror. So mm-hmm. yikes. Uh, Vision of Earth 90110. So okay. an alternate Earth. Vision is the Nexus being. Cool. Damn. Franklin Richards of mm-hmm. Earth 772. He's in the Richards, Reed Richards line, the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four line. Who is Jean related Gray, to Kang? Gene uh, uh, Gray of Earth 9250. Sure. Just to name a few. Ain't that so fun. If we were introducing the X-Men, for instance, uh-huh. and you introduce Jean Grey from an Jean alternate Grey. universe, mm-hmm. and well, maybe she's a Nexus me. being, and I don't know, maybe the Phoenix Force becomes a Nexus being. You know, I don't know. That would be really cool. Um, that's exciting. So, yes, to, to, to circle back to your original point, Wanda would seem like a, a key piece in dealing with a threat like Kang, because currently I can't imagine how, and I haven't finished Hickman's Avengers yet, so it will be made clear in some regard how mm-hmm. they're able to solve this. But, uh, so but they're, they're still... also mixing storylines because Kang isn't behind what is going on in Hickman's Avengers. He right. he pops in and out, but there's so, so a lot. Left here's here's my here's my thoughts and theories. Thoughts and theories. Um, eh, and maybe not. Um, but perhaps, um. Kang is doing some spooky business with her children in another, you know, timeline. And she 
overhears that, you know what I mean, in her, like, you know, <laughs> that's kind of what we saw at the end of WandaVision. Yeah, and when then, she's, um, what's it called? When she's, like, when you're outside of your body? Astral projection. Astral projection. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I pulled that out of my ass. I couldn't remember. Yeah, what were yeah, you, in nice the musical words. hair? That was one of oh, my we- lines in the musical hair. What astral we, projection. <laughs> what do we work? What do we? What do we learn about astral projection? Do they do that in hair? Do they do the? They try to the, do the it. Circle, <laughs> the circle. The the portals. Yeah, they're always trying to do that. Going through a portal. That's if why, I it's, un- directed that's the why show. it's uncomfortable for the audience because <laughs> they're going. They're going through portals. Yeah. That show. I, who knew that show was about a bunch of naked wizards? Who knew? <laughs> I who did. Knew? Oh, that would be a really cool version of that show. It Maybe would I would actually not see it. Be a cool version. It would make it, it even more weird. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, oh next project. God. Wait, what the? Hell I hope that, that doesn't exist in the other Earth realities. I hope. No offense, Daniel, but I hope that and cats don't exist on nine zero zero one zero. How yeah, could I'm, you? I actually. Okay, wait, that, I what think. the hell was I talking about? Oh my god, I don't even remember. You were like thoughts and theories. <laughs> Uh, about Wanda's kids. Wanda's that. kids. Oh, right, 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 right. So, so um, astral projection. Whether or not she's going Hair. to deal with some enemy, whether it be Kang or somebody else, that is nightmare you know, potentially. Mm? What's that? Nightmare. Nightmare potentially. Nightmare. Be- yeah. Uh huh. Because and... she's because she's in Doctor Strange's movie, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. nightmare is heavily hinted at. But yeah, and I mean, I but it's. We were kind of on the on the side that we're going to see a um like an enemy version of Wanda before we see like the hero return, right? Or or is it is, is she just gonna be sort of like not an antihero, but just like, you know, a hero Lost. Who, yeah, that? she's gonna be lost. 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 She's yeah. uh yeah. In the comics she's really she's in the gray area a lot. Right. A lot. So we're going to see her do some spooky things, but not completely go to the dark side, maybe? Question mark? I can't imagine permanently. No. I, yeah. And generally, when she, yeah, generally, when she does do all of her crazy stuff, it's because um, of like, you know, like what we saw in WandaVision, like with losing vision. Yeah. Don't you touch my children. And in West Coast Avengers, whenever she's like, you know, losing it, the kids like disappear. Mm. So there's, you know, you will not touch him. <laughs> Don't touch um, my boy. Let's talk about Loki, like truly speaking his heart for the oh, for gosh. the very first time ever. Yeah. And oh, then that, getting that, that thrown of... through a portal. Like, oh my gosh, that just really that was a dagger to the heart. That was exactly yeah. like what they said love was <laughs> that was one of that was heart. one of oh yeah tom hiddleston's finest performances yeah He's as an actor period that the line, line delivery i just want you to be okay yeah i just wanted you to be okay. yeah i don't, I don't anybody care who's ever thrown, loved somebody i don't yeah anybody who has ever loved somebody like so friggin much that i think people were expecting him to say I just want you. Mm-hmm. But when he says, I just want you mm-hmm. to be okay. Yeah. Like, that's separate. the human experience. And Loki yeah. is like the most conceited, arrogant mm-hmm. <laughs> creature ever. Right. So to have him. Yeah. It's, it's not coming. Like you said, it's not coming act. back to him. It's not, it I want you to be okay. Of... So I can have you or so that we can be together. It's, I just want you to be okay. Right. Period. But it also kind of is. He's talking to a version of himself. himself. I want you to be okay too. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's like he's kind of talking to himself. He's like, yeah. I just want you to be okay. I want the Lokis to be okay. Yeah. But yeah. Um. He clearly. Uh, yeah. He. He. 
did like the most selfless thing you can think of and mm-hmm. um uh and i think yeah out. i think at that moment like he truly like which that that's when the kiss comes in and it makes the most sense because he he now knows that this is like so this is love well that's my uh, the kiss is a question that i have do we think that that is sylvie having a real genuine moment with him or is she trying to just shut distract him, him so she can grab the temp pad and open up a portal i think it's a little bit of both yeah so I, I think it can be yeah. There's a very specific look she gives when she pushes him through the portal. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm so sorry. I didn't want to do that, but... I have to. I, I've waited too long for this yeah. moment. Yeah. Her basically And then she immediately existence. regrets... I mean, she immediately regrets yeah, the decision. Yeah, when she's like, curls up on the floor. What have I done? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> yeah. People are... Uh, are... <laughs> kind of... Uh, putting it on the same level of um, Star-Lord getting pissed off at Thanos. Oh, yeah. When they're about to remove the gauntlet. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's yeah. the same level of, of... Well, she's blinded by rage mm-hmm. and revenge. Mm-hmm. and I mean, rightfully so, but... Yeah. But really, us, I mean, us... they, in the, they were kind of damned if they did and damned if they didn't. Like they were, they were put in it. They didn't, they were not given great options. But I love, I love the kind of the, the riff on Loki taking the throne. He makes the decision. He doesn't explicitly say it, but he makes a decision. I will take Kang's throne, but I'm doing it for somebody else. Right. Which is so different from the Loki who has always wanted the throne and always wanted the recognition. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I, yeah, I believe him too. Like, yeah, yeah, same. I really believe Finally. Finally like, believe we finally him, yeah. got there. I finally believe him. Yeah. They, and then they, he, they got us to trust Loki. Who would have thought? Well, and here here was the boy cries wolf moment. Mm-hmm. He spent his whole life betraying people. This is his most honest, heartfelt moment. And, and it didn't work. He gets And he loses. Tripped. He and loses Lucy pulls again. the football out from under him. And, oh, God. And uh, is there, there's kind of a part of you that has to go, you've done this to people your entire life. What? What did you expect? What did you expect? There's a part of Sylvie that's like, you're in it for your yourself. She just said it to him. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, Kent, you know I, what? Honestly, I think that, I and I'm curious what you guys think, but I think that had Kang not been, you know, in their heads that entire time, like, I think if they were just by themselves, I think that maybe Loki could have convinced Sylvie too but I think that the, that he was purposefully putting these wedges in there and and like well, and there was the like a physical like, manifestation of her 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 grief and her rage yeah you know he was like standing right there and he was like yeah I'm flesh and blood like and can you would say, be like, able he, to kill me King basically said in so many words he's like you can't trust him mm-hmm. you know yeah yep and and it already was planting the seeds of doubt in her head and uh yeah but what well, what do we where do we think uh, Mobius and B fifteen? I mean, we have a, like we were saying earlier, we have a lot to parse through as far as is there one reset TVA or are Honestly, the ones we that... know off in one area and the ones we were just introduced to in another? And I know it sounds like crazy to say this, but having one TVA that's been reset. Mm, Sounds like it's going to be easier to uh, explain. 
Uh, it would be, but as I said, like that that scene where they said, you know, that that they they had that tiny setup where they're watching it all spin out of control. Mm-hmm. It's like we're past the point of no return. Yeah, it looked very calculated. Sure. So I they're they're just gonna have to rectify what's going on here. Yes. Cause it's not clear. No, period. we need help. Purposefully not we, clear. Please help, help us. us. It was a wonderful tease. The, the, those, just get the him last his... five minutes of the of this episode were just like riveting. I was like, oh well, my get god. Him his, oh my uh, god. Get him his damn jet ski before the MCU. Oh, it goes into he before like phase a... six, guys. Oh, he needs a. He the needs nice a thing jet is ski. that now they can listen to us because <laughs> there yeah. still is time. To yes. get him on a damn just get jet him ski. on a damn jet ski. For gonna say, even if it's not like real need. life, like just just give it to us. <laughs> um, and and B fifteen, I I hope she sees a a, a beefed up role. At, yeah, as she's time great. goes forward. His Wumi so Musaku is a, a she's a powerhouse actress that's kind of hiding in the background right now. Well, maybe she's gonna have her moment coming up. I hope so. At least in season two of Loki. One can only Which is why that. I hope I hope that it is the case that there is just a parallel. There's a uh, there's a TVA for every universe. Every I like that universe. option better than a reset button. Yeah. Personally. Because it destroys all the character, like the the the, the giant revelations they just mm-hmm. had. Sure. I think having parallel versions where now Mobius and B fifteen are kind of leading the ground troops, of of maybe their TVA to go and f- try and make sense of what the hell is going on here. Right. Sure. Um, which will make for some like riveting storytelling. Um, yeah. I would, lo- I would love for them to kind of be as they are. Yeah. Uh, oh, I just had this thought too, um, with sort of like um, biblical and um, faith like things. Um, Ravona's, scene with mobius where she's Mm -hmm. that was very fascinating to me that Mm. that felt very much so like someone who was like oh i i i i'm I'm hearing what you're saying that it's all not true but like my life cannot have been for nothing right yeah you're telling me my whole life was yeah she's like there's there's got to be a reason like there's got to be a reason that that the the lie of the timekeepers existed and i just i mean yeah Yeah. wowzy yeah that's a great point to bring up because human beings by our very nature we have always needed something to believe in Mm -hmm. a purpose and some of us some of us call it god you know i I do and some some people call it soul some people call it spirit some people some people call it Kang. No. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be those people. There's going to be some kind of Kang called out no, Florida no doubt. or something. No doubt. Oh boy. Um. Yeah. What whatever it is that you you call it, I think just by nature we believing in something greater than us gives gives a lot of people great comfort and to know that this can't all be for accident. Like this can't all, we can't just like be randomly plopped places for no reason at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I, I thought her acting was so great. Cause she was like, you could just feel that turmoil of like, 
her whole yeah, world falling yes, apart. Yes, I am hearing. Yeah. I am hearing what you're saying, and you're my good friend, but you betrayed me. But like, I'm. There's got to be a reason. There's got to be a freaking reason. Yeah, so I, I thought that, that was a too. nice, uh, a nice uh, flavor of the episode. Yeah, and she's she's gonna have I a rough could. time figuring out what her purpose is when she starts playing games with Kang. With Kang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. What a what a weird, spooky relationship that's gonna be. Um. Can we also talk about? Because I think we actually started to talk about this, Dino. Um, but uh, what the hell? Um, the ancient one is hella sus. Because, like, oh, I remember. Yeah, we were talking about. Do you know what I mean? Because like this yep. chick knew what was going on. She mentioned the multiverse, like when she was sort of like you know, describing it to, you Bruce. know, the different dimensions to Dr. Mm-hmm, Strange as he mm-hmm. was going on his little first spiritual journey. Um, so she knows that it exists or at least existed in some, you know, at some point. Um, but then when she is describing the flow of time to, to Bruce, Bruce Banner, um, uh, she describes the, like the, the sacred timeline in perfect, like exactly how the, the sacred timeline. Well, down right down to the visuals. Yeah, the visuals yeah, look like exactly this one like streamline, and then if there's a branch, she, I think so. She even I was says bringing branch, up branch, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. So. You create branch realities, and but I was mentioning this to Daniel uh, yesterday when we kind of got into it about uh, Ancient One and how much she knows. So she already has a track record of uh, withholding the truth at the very best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she was like using the what the dark drawing energy. from the dark dimension and right. not telling Doctor Strange and Kaisili as she was doing this, and that was like to keep her immortal, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, giving her long life, but it also enabled gave her certain powers to to deal with darker threats. And right. if she was doing something like that, it's not beyond reason that she understands very well that at, at the very least there is. A greater power overseeing time or somebody's been messing with it or something that has kept the multiverse from exploding and i think an inciting action for dr strange because he's not going to find out about this on his own he's not just gonna or maybe maybe he is that powerful now but i it's not going to dawn on him or be immediately clear that the multiverse has just exploded and if he does figure that out it's going to be because he pieced something together Either from notes she kept in a library at a sanctum, or he's gonna he's gonna get one more kick to the balls. That's like <laughs> God, she she didn't she wasn't forthcoming with yeah information about. So he's gonna find out about more this. about her lies, right? Yeah. And he's gonna have to piece. I I you know he that whole movie is gonna be him burdened with. Uh, like I never read this book in the library. Why yeah. did you tell me that about this book? Um, I'm just yeah. We we asked this question earlier uh, in the series about would somebody like the ancient one would this be even above her knowledge? And I'm beginning sure. to wonder if uh, she knew if she knew stuff. Um, I'm think... ca- okay. So help me out, like because help me, I'm dumb. Um, the like Dormammu and all those people they exist yeah. in a different dimension but not a different yes. universe. You know, correct. Yeah, dimension. Got it. And dimensions exist 
outside of the universes or are they within the multiverse like is there multi-versions of these dimensions like are there multiple multiple dormammus or do they are they sort of like immune to the the multiverse i i think and this is i am no scientist neither am i (laughs) i think uh well, now, now I'm backing now out of my your, thought. Now you're <laughs> doubting your yourself. I checked out. I mean, honestly. So, so like the I think about Earth. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the the I I think what Earth has three dimensions. Right. That we right? know of. Right. There's a theory that the universe operates with something like ten. Mm-hmm. So I mean. I mean, unless you so, go down to downtown LA and you go to the 4D theater. My God, it's so fun. Well, this just gets into string theory, and <laughs> God Almighty, we oh, don't. we're not prepared for string theory today. No, 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 guys. No. Call my, Sheldon my, Cooper and get him on here. I can't do string theory with that you being tonight. said. I'm no. Sorry, I mean, I, I have actually, um, uh, I was watching a YouTube video. Oh, with a really famous physicist, um, like astrophysicist, the guy with like the he's the Asian guy with the white hair, the long white hair. What's his name? Oh gosh. He's so famous. Oh, damn it. I love him. He's so funny and cute. Um, well, anyway, he was he was actually talking specifically about the MCU and Loki and uh, and Doctor Strange and their descriptions of the multiverse as it is. And it, it is very, very much based in um, in science theory and uh, and science fact too. at least what they know of um, string theory and all that stuff. So it, it's um, they definitely did their homework. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've spent a bit of time with string theory because I had a, a friend in high school who was super interested in it, and I remember doing some some reading about it. But also it's important to note that like when we're talking about the three dimensions that we perceive on Earth, that's very different than the idea of a, a parallel universe or a parallel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not quite sure how that, what the dimension universe interplay is my like my original thought before i backed out of it was you have universes and then these alternate dimensions but his name is michio kaku great you You guys don't know who he is if you if you google him you'll and you'll see his face you'll be like oh my god it's that guy yeah i don't um i don't have um opinions on Wait, this will be, I, I I propose an episode after we've we've read up on string theory that oh, we educate. Uh, the, I mean, what I know of string theory is what <laughs> Sheldon Cooper on The Big Bang Theory talks about. <laughs> That's all I know about string theory. Mm-hmm. But that was a ten season show, so he talks about it a lot. Sure, sure. So there you have um, it. Um, yeah, we need we need to, to divert away from string theory. Yeah, this is not <laughs> this uh, is not helpful abort, at the moment. Abort. Uh, so, looking at Loki as a whole, mm-hmm. what looking are things? I mean, obviously, we. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm deleting that. No. Um, looking at Loki as a total picture, and obviously, we spend a lot of time projecting what is to come. But this self-contained series, what stuck out to you? What do you remember from it? Was it from the cine- cinematography, the the music? Episode four. That was episode such, four. That was the most riveting, like TV, man. That was a good episode. Damn, I mean, because I, I, it, it had my jaw on the damn floor. 
Um, just the or, the introduction of the of the of the timekeepers and Loki yeah. getting um uh Loki getting pruned pruned. I mean, there was just like so many moments in that episode where it was just like oh 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 yeah that yeah. was I mean how exciting the the art direction for the show was like man MCU the the Marvel Studios has never they I they're flexing their muscles uh, so hard. I'm going to butcher her last name, but Natasha Gerasimova, I think I said that right. Natasha Ger- Gerasimova was the su- supervising art director. Yeah, man. Uh, holy cow. Wowie wee wow. Beautiful. And we and we know they were utilizing the volume as well. And yeah. it is at the height of its powers right now. Mm-hmm. It, it gets better with every, almost every episode seemingly. They're, yeah. They learn a little something from each time they, uh-huh. they work with it. But, um, but a, yeah, and also yeah. just the 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 introduction of of these new like really likable characters too. Because um, yeah. I know that's hard to do, but like Owen Wilson is now like, I, I we gotta we have to see more of him. He's just so wonderful. Yeah, he's so likable, and yeah. he does he does a really nuanced and. If we don't uh, see Alligator Loki again, I'm going to riot. You're gonna quit. Yeah. Have you seen Have you seen the photos of stand-in Alligator Loki on? <laughs> yeah. Wait, on what? Set. It's a friggin' alligator. Like an actual alligator. They have a sta- like actual alligator Loki, the stand-in <laughs> alligator Loki. For the for, for the, the CGI. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> he was on set. Yeah. Literally, like oh, in the bathtub, like that one scene where they put him in the bath. Did they put a little hat on him too? Like the little horns? I don't know I don't, about that. Or was that I don't remember in the I don't I I don't know if they could have gotten away with that. I just that's a little dangerous. That. Okay, man, because it really—I it, mean, obviously he's not smiling, but just the way that alligators <laughs> mm-hmm. look. But he looks like he's smiling the whole time, and it's, it's just, just like he's just having a great time. And he, yeah, he's the dick of the bunch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, if they don't bring him back, I will miss him the most. Maybe. Uh, Alyssa, what what stuck out to you? Uh, music for sure. Oh, the music. Some of the best. Yeah. Natalie Holt. Natalie Holt. Absolutely slayed it. Yeah. So good. Especially these last few episodes. I have friends who who believe that really in the MCU, it is something that that they kind of lack, which is interesting because I do think that there is really amazing music. But I, I see his point, though, that in many of their franchises, they um they don't have a lot of tunes that are. Memorable, like, yeah, memorable. Like you immediately. Yeah. Well, like, and that, oh, that that's, that's been a, a... Cri- yeah, that's been a critique going back to phase one. That really, Alan Silvestri created the most memorable ones, being the Avengers, mm-hmm. right? Captain America. Yep. Uh, there, there, there have been some newer ones, but I, I, I think there's a tendency to be a lot more atmospheric with the music or convey tone as opposed to, we're just driving the action. But, but uh, no, but but back to your point, Alyssa. Yeah. Natalie Holt. Oh, music was was amazing. Um, the, the use of the theremin. I mean, honestly, I want to pick up the theremin. Daniel is obsessed with the theremin. (laughs) Um, yeah, I just thought like aesthetically the show was so, uh, different and pleasing to me. The design of the TVA, uh, the light design. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about the uh, bisexual pride lighting, but yeah, in, the filters um, they used in this finale. Um, whether this was on set lighting or done in post, 
um, with the Loki and Sylvie scene. It was mm-hmm. go back and rewatch that and just like pay special attention to the lighting because it goes from this like blue like bluish like deep like plum color yep when when loki is like bearing his heart to her and then when they kiss it's like red for a second mm-hmm. when she pulls back it's like purple purplish like pink magenta yep. and then mm-hmm. when she pushes him through the portal again it's blue it goes back to blue well, and, and you know, i think that they did a really smart thing too cuz they um Go, you know, piggybacking on your your lighting um, for that episode, it uh, they purposefully put a blue blue like you know hue on when on our first introduction to Kang because mm-hmm. you know in the comics his like he's like completely blue skinned. Yep. And I'm I'm yep. very happy that they didn't they do didn't go that, that route. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. That would yep. I, that would have made me like yet. Yeah, we might see a version of him with blue skin. Yeah, like, oh, I, I, I'm counting another on black either they're gonna paint over so you don't know that he's black it's just oh stop. Really, no no like, no I'm very very glad they didn't do that um for, for this but I I do want him to look like King that'd be so uh, oh well I mean like, we put, may, put we him may in the, see put that him in the version suit. of him though that's we're gonna possible. see all yeah, sorts that's the thing is we're gonna see all sorts of it but like the Kang the Conqueror with the blue skin mm-hmm. in that like weird space the weird suit. helmet thing yeah you have earned the camp like we are at Camp Town. Yeah. Camp Town races Go all the Do-da. way there. Do da. Do Um yeah, so but honestly the the acting was just so great. I, I mm-hmm. thought like chemistry wise with um Tom Hiddleston and and Owen Wilson Sophia. were so great. So and good. and um And Sylvie. And so, yeah, Sophie DiMartino. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it just was so so different. And in, in the same way that like I loved how different WandaVision was, like this yeah. felt, this felt so different to me in a really cool, cool, interesting way. Some of the most yeah. unique content we've gotten from the MCU, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in totally. those two shows specifically, yeah. Do you um, know? Uh, Natalie Holt, the composer, so as good. you just said, so Lisa, uh, especially these last couple episodes. Yeah, that shit's going to be on my Spotify now. To 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 be able to make something sound retro and futuristic at the same time mm-hmm. is a very unique skill and she kills it. Uh cinematography so throughout good. was stunning. I mean, there's a wallpaper in every single one of these episodes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every frame is a wallpaper. Yep. Uh Autumn Durald, uh she is also uh the cinematographer for uh Wakanda Forever, mm. the next Black Panther Yay. movie. Oh um, my God, you guys! Sorry. Um, side note. Um, this is a wonderful. I I, I, um, I was talking with Kurt. Hey, shout out to Kurt. Um, and he brought up a really interesting thought, and I was making me think about literally all the films now that are coming up. But you know, we're all wondering like how they're going to handle not having Black Panther anymore. You know. Yep. And this isn't necessarily potentially how they're going to do it, but I mean, the multiverse is open now. We could just get a variant Black Panther. Yeah, I, that's the, the the possibility is certainly there. I do know Ryan Coogler has gone out of his way to say they were going to pay tribute to T'Challa. Yes, I it made know. it that's sound good. like the movie was going to be a 
I don't know if we'll get a full blown explanation for what happened if they're going to mm-hmm. build in mm-hmm. something about his passing or, but it sounds like I don't think they'll go the variant route. I think it will be a very reverent passing. His presence passing will be on. felt. Yeah, but, I hope uh, so. I hope so. Oh yeah, it's it, they're they're going to treat his it with do not do not replace him with that. like an alternate. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope they don't replace him with an alternate T'Challa and just maybe give it to Shuri or Mbaku or yeah, it be it would be more meaningful for sure. Yeah. But but your your point is well taken is that yes now that the multiverse is open there's an infinite uh, amount of possibilities pro- probably I would say probably beyond phase four movies that probably aren't in production yet mm-hmm. that that will become more apparent they'll start playing around with it a little more because phase four is a lot of introducing us to I mean Black Widow aside introducing us either to new sides of characters or introducing new characters entirely Shang Chi mm-hmm, the Eternals. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's going to be a ton of the variant stuff yet, mm-hmm. but it's coming because because of Loki. So right. that's like maybe that's a phase five as things start to really sure ramp up, and then you throw vampires in there, oh, and Fantastic man. Four, it's and just like it's just gonna. I mean, I know we are such prisoners of of looking ahead because it is so much fun. I know, but can you imagine what the <laughs> the end game level <laughs> conclusion to this is going to be? Oh God! Well, okay, he's going to have to get on too. like a, they're going to have to have like ten megaphones. Avengers, <laughs> they're like three miles. There's like three miles in either direction. Assemble <laughs> or stacked dun, dun, dun. in different dun, dun, universes. Dun, 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 stacked. Dun, dun. Dun 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 dun. And it's just gonna go on for like two hours. That like vamp. Howard the Duck over here. The Star Wars <laughs> well, characters. Yeah. Harry Potter over there. But there's literally like a hundred Howard the Ducks. Oh no. Just different variant versions. Oh my god. Um, but uh, I don't want to dwell on this too much because this is a whole other episode. Oh, no but doubt. The, the idea of Daniel, I raised this with you yesterday. Um, where we talked about the rumor that was floating around, and we do say rumor that. Uh, Chris Evans was in negotiation to play Captain oh, America right, again. Right, right, right. But that that was after they announced Captain America four was going to be mm, Sam Wilson's be Sam Wilson. Captain America. So do with that information what you <laughs> will. Our talk of whatever that means. Alternate versions mm, of things. We're getting and... a vampire version of Captain America. <laughs> well, honestly, though, here's the thing. I want to throw the shield. Um, <laughs> I I was gonna say that. Uh, don't discount what if the what if show oh as no, like yeah no just like a cute like a whatever anthology because no. now that they... we will we will absolutely be covering that so oh yeah no doubt like but but like if it's if the multiverse is open and basically all of these these different like episodes are seemingly going to be canon <laughs> well well yeah that's the thing like I've been reading between the lines recently when they've been talking about it ahead of its release and uh, well preface it 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 won't it won't be required watching from the standpoint something's going to happen in that show that is is going to affect anything happening in live action right but what to the point you just made daniel (laughs) but well to the point you you made daniel anything that happens in that show will be canon because it's happening in an alternate reality Mm -hmm. right so so in that sense it is it has more weight than you probably think it does. Yes, it it does have the anthology feel in that nothing that happens there is going to be so spectacularly relevant that they're going to follow that specific plot line. But mm-hmm. they will be showing you real what if scenarios, like mm-hmm. stuff that did actually happen somewhere. Yeah, out there. 
Oh, it's so awesome. That makes me even more uh, excited. Yikes. That makes me, makes me even more excited for that show. Very much. Um, also, uh, I going back to, to Loki, uh, the costume design. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Christine Wada did the costume design. Yeah, Yes, it was Christine Wada. Um, and shout out to her for making um, Sophia's costume easily accessible for her to for her to pump and breastfeed on breaks that's yeah were you the one that said yeah. that's that amazing yeah i sent so it to you cool. that was cool yeah so they dope. it's very usually powerful. um superhero costumes are you know really not accessible not accessible <laughs> unitard situations so that's right she had a good utility jacket um, yeah she took i mean very handy it was a cool costume and uh, made it available for her to do what she needed to do on her breaks so that's awesome that little boob sucker um, but yeah, I, the fact that they were able, they were serious when they said they were going to take movie sized budgets and apply it to television. Cause the, the, the special effects rival anything, I mean, just the depiction of the multiverse and those last few shots of, of this episode rival anything you've seen on the big screen. Oh my gosh. And when they regret- enchant Elioth and it yeah. opens up like, What? so cool i yeah, wish i the, could see the, it on the big screen well i'm buying i am buying the book of concept art for this Ooh, oh yeah for this yeah. series they do it for every movie but uh just the, just the design of the citadel and where it, it sits and literally time exists around it. it's mm-hmm. just such an elegant depiction of it and very streamlined it takes a very very complex idea and streamlines it for for our eyes and yeah, it was uh, palatable uh-huh yeah I, I loved everything about this series i think it's uh groundbreaking in the genre and among the best television i've seen thus far this year i mean that oh yeah I know we're biased because we're big old nerds but it, i mean it's 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 great i think it honestly is are... it's up there now in my top top five marvel things yeah. for sure yeah I, I, now I'm actually curious too. Um, I had another friend say that they would have rather have had this be a movie. Do you think that they could no. have managed it in a film? No. Not this really much. Not so. this much information. I agree. I feel like it would have been. A really I'm not sure you film. get. It would have been too much. It would have been too. It would have been two. It would have been two movies. Yeah, a- yeah at, at least two films. And a lot yeah. would have had to been shaved off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause then because then the, the one thing that generally hours, and it was we got. Like, you know, almost six hours of content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in Marvel movies, they have to clip along. Um, and that's why it took them 11 years to build the payoff for, mm-hmm. for you know, for losing Tony Stark. You don't get there in three movies. No. Like, no. you get Iron Man 1 care. through 3. No. I yeah. mean, they might have but, cared, but just not nearly not as the much. Same. Like, you wouldn't have gotten the blubbering mess that was. No, but, <laughs> was but it, like, it, was imp- it was important for him to pop in and out of other people's stories to continue to show his influence. And I, I, I think it's much better. You're much better served to view what Marvel Studios has done as one long, giant running story that is just broken into chapters. And some chapters go forward and some go backwards, but they're all moving the story ever forward yeah. and um so just take this as a chapter i mean yeah it would be i i agree i'd rather see this on the big screen especially in light of black widow it's like oh this is a good feeling yeah but uh but i kind of like breaking it up into different formats and it gave us something to look forward to every week. right it's like reading it's reading versus an audiobook versus podcast versus oh sure you, you in 
you digest it in different ways, but the it story is, nice is all moving. Medium, yeah, right, definitely. Just no more um, books because I I just can't read. I just <laughs> no. We're gonna do more books. We're just gonna do books that we <laughs> we're gonna care do about. comic books, <laughs> comic books. Well, no, we'll do. I, I we could do other full. We could do books. other full I books. Like, we just oh god, I'm so I feel nervous. Like we just need to, to care about it. Yeah, you have to care just, about it. <laughs> I think that's our critique on. <laughs> Well. The un- unquestioned <laughs> book, but or the unnamed book. Um, uh, <laughs> if you're a diehard listener of our show, you'll know what book we're yeah, talking about. You know, you'll know something happened along the way that we yeah. just didn't end up talking about. We only it, did part one of a book, and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Um. There are different flavors for everyone. Yes, yeah. that was not on a flavor that the three of us wanted to. Keep I don't like flavoring. raspberry. <laughs> raspberries. The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, d- 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 so, uh, Ed, do you have any uh, final thoughts? Um, I'm just like about thrilled. the state. The state of Marvel. Is there anything that has been weighing on your heart? My heart is so heavy. No, honestly, I, I'm just thrilled for where where we're headed because it literally could be anything, which is yeah, so that's exciting. exciting. It's exciting new territory. Because like you know, and and all, you know, Kang seems to be like the over. Like the the overarching the, the Thanos, yeah, the Thanos for yeah, sure. Yeah, the Thanos. But I mean, who who the f knows? I mean, there's still Doctor Doom is out there potentially. We, we got Doctor Doom out there. We got mm-hmm. Galactus out there. Good lord, things are about to get real weird. Maybe, uh, Red yeah. Skull. Red Skull. Yes. Yeah, Red Skull. Red Skull Mephisto. Don't forget Mephisto. Uh, but for actually, God's like sake, he, Mephisto will stop being a joke pretty soon. <laughs> when he but appears, like Mephisto, Nightmare. Those are the kind of the Doctor Strange. Yeah. Realm, uh, Dormammu's still out there. Yeah, right. Uh, I think we deserve a be- like deserve probably more time with Dormammu because uh, he's just kind of an angry set of eyes. But, um, but yeah, yeah, what a thrill. But uh, gang, um, this is uh, a a brave new uh, path for inside the Tauntaun, and uh, yeah, let us really, we're just giving you more Marvel. But <laughs> yes, new what? theme song. Yeah, hope you enjoyed yes, that. Yes, we hope you enjoyed that. Um, that took twelve hours to make. That's no, not true. <laughs> it did not. <laughs> it, it, this was all one day of identity crisis. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was. It really happened really pretty quick. Changed. I'm proud of us, honestly. Yeah, yeah, me too. It did. It did. We moved quickly, but the, as we said at the beginning, the truth is there's going to be plenty of Star Wars. That's that is our oh, bread yeah. and butter. Yeah. Um. So tell them to hurry up and release stuff so we can. Uh, Dagnabbit! Consume it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, that all right. That Alyssa, was it. Alyssa, that get was us the, out of here. That was that the low key finale. A really short one hour. And it was sensible. Show. Hour and forty. Hope you are still around. Hydrate. Thirty of that. Go to the bathroom. It did. Congratulations. Truly. Yeah, 30 of that was me waxing poetic about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, anyhow, uh, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to uh, like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen because it it, it is helpful for us. It gets us a little bit more attention up on the little charty charts. And isn't that all we want in life? That's all we want, you know. We just want recognition. Uh, And merch. Lots of merch. We love merch. (laughs) Uh, this is Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. Oh my God! Wow, that's gonna take some. Yeah, I'm gonna to. have to mouthful. say that a few more times. I don't have to say it uh, is. Nope, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm Alyssa Simmons, and I'm Daniel Dawson. 
And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. Please like and subscribe.